Welcome back to The Ron Show for Monday, December 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, on the America One Radio app and AmericaOneRadio.com. So continuing to talk about the prevalence of gun violence between Atlanta youth uh, within the city limits or even in metro Atlanta, do not think for one second that nothing's being done. There is a lot of obstinance, obstruction, willful dismissiveness on the right. The it doesn't affect me effect, obviously, always seems to reign supreme when it comes to the mindset of the right-wing voter. Understand that I am not a right-wing voter, but I do understand a lot of the mindset of the right-wing voter. Why? Well, I grew up in a suburban community surrounded by folks who are conservatives. I grew up outside a military base. Military personnel, veterans tend to think more conservatively. I grew up in a subdivision that was mostly white, although now that I look back, kind of diverse, I guess, in some respects, but in large part conservative. This is a show for all intents and purposes that is talk radio, talk radio, overwhelmingly conservative. And so I often react to what we're going to hear from the right. Oh, crime in a dem-run city. It's a culture problem. This is coded language. Coded language that has existed since white flight, the outmigration of the conservative voter to the suburbs, that was driven in some parts by economic and in some parts by racial motivation. I will not, however, let it go unsaid that efforts are made in America's cities to combat this epidemic of violence, gun violence. Even with all the obstruction and the, well, our hands are tied, Second Amendment, am I right? Sort of brushback from the right. I've pointed this out several times that here in the city of Atlanta, a lot of effort goes into making the streets safer by engaging our youth. Here was the mayor back in uh, late November after the Atlantic Station shooting talking about some of the things that the city already does. And so what we're talking about is all our policing measures and non-policing measures have helped our city be safer from midnight basketball to a great collaboration with Atlanta Public Schools to the App Promise Center, Police Athletic League. We even had 3,007 students employed this summer in the Mayor's Summer Youth Employment Program that had corporations, nonprofits, agencies of various governments, as well as churches and schools to hire 3,007 individuals to keep them busy, to give them job skills, give them money, and reduce water sales and those things that we don't like in this city. And so that made a tremendous impact on reducing crime amongst youth this summer. And in fact, um, one of the things to note is coming into this weekend, people under the age of 20 accounted for around 7% of the homicide victims and 13% of the suspects in 2022. So this year we've seen a reduction in youth-related violence, uh, but tonight, last night, um, we saw as ugliest. We saw individuals, um, you know, embark upon gun violence and that led to some deaths. And so the vast majority of the homicides in the city are people that are acquaintances, neighbors, or family. And these escalated disputes are the vast majority of the motives of homicides in our city. And so as I said earlier, this is a group project. 
that this entire village has to chip in on this, that to reduce the gun violence, to reduce the issues that are plaguing our communities, it's gonna take everyone from corporate, from corporations to parents, to school teachers, principals, to the Atlanta Police Department, to everybody in between. We are all here to support and to help bring down the violence in our community. And we've done a lot of that by reducing violence at our clubs, bars, and even our shopping centers. But it all still requires us to chip in more. And so that's why I wanted to make sure that we came out this morning and talked about that with you and with the public uh, to give you a sense that one, know where your child is at all times. I'm a parent of a 17-year-old daughter in this city. And it is my everyday task to make sure I know where she is from the time she goes to school to to her volleyball practice, to her after-school job, to visiting friends. And so I'm asking parents right now that you use your phones, your Android or your iPhones. They all have trackers. They all have the ability to find my iPhone and the other family plans that allow you to know where your, your youth are at all times. And then to be able to hold them accountable, to know the curfews at the places that they visit, and to make sure when they're visiting friends, that their friends' parents also know where their kids are at all times. And so when that occurs, then we'll make sure our streets and our kids are safer and that we don't have tragedies and incidents like this. We also have to make sure that we reduce the amount of youth that have guns in their home. That was why we had the gun buyback program to start reducing guns that are in the home that can have access to youth. And so all of this is necessary for us to get ahead of crime as we're in this holiday season. We got through Thanksgiving and Black Friday with little to no violence and then here we are so, first of all, I want to apologize. He, he did this on the 17th Street Bridge, basically, with traffic and the wind, uh, not not aiding his ability to uh, get the message out. But I want you to remember, uh, as you scroll back to listen to this maybe later, he cited a lot of folks who are part of that village mentality to get things done to lessen crime in the city, on the streets, and with Atlanta youth. You know who he didn't talk about? He didn't talk about the state legislature. He didn't talk about the governor. And I have to point that out because we live in a state that is not independently redistricted. It is gerrymandered for the state legislature, for our congressional representation. And we have a governor who famously ran on a very pro-gun uh, pro agenda and passed pro-gun legislation, but has done very little to address the issues plaguing not just the city of Atlanta. This doesn't just happen in Atlanta. It happens in other Georgia major cities. And gun casualties by suicide affect rural, exurban, suburban, and inner city youth as well. But there's very little that's being done to combat that, aside from, well, we need to do more about mental health. Okay, so can we can we get additional funding for mental health? Well, you know, we're we're running in a deficit. Or in the state's case, we have this huge surplus. Let's just give it back to the taxpayers. I get it. When you run a surplus, you want to give back to the taxpayers in some respect. But when you have glaring needs, why not address the glaring needs? We've heard so much from the right about what. The pandemic and school closures did to our youth. Well, we're seeing it bear rotten fruit. We're also seeing ideas on how to combat it from the left. Nothing from Brian Kemp or the Georgia GOP. 
More on show after this. 